1: Now, Vantage Windows and Doors, right behind the Vantage Blacksticks. Vantage Windows and Doors bring us this next segment because the Hockey World Cup is about to get underway in India. It starts on January 13th and goes through to the 29th of January. A member of the men's Blacksticks joins us on the programme, Aidan Sarikaya. Afternoon to you, Aiden. Welcome.
0: I think my reception's not too bad.
1: It, 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 you got me there. Yeah, yeah. We're about to see you at the moment. Are you here no. in New Zealand? or Are you in Belgium?
0: Uh,
1: yeah, no, in Fongemata. Oh, Fongemata. Nice. Doing a bit of surfing. Uh, I'd
0: like to say yes, but no, I'm
1: not good. Sarah Kaya. Uh, Aiden. Sarah Kaya, uh, What? What? Are you, what? What are the origins? Uh, uh,
0: my dad's Turkish. All his side of the family's from there. I get asked that quite a lot, and people guess that yeah, Turkish.
1: Okay, um, so I, I can't imagine field hockey big in Turkey. Uh,
0: I think it's up and coming. Yeah, close to the um, close to Europe, and I'm not sure how often their players get out and play over there. But yeah, I'd like to think it's up and coming.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wh- Have played di- against them? Wh- where did you grow up and learn your hockey, Aiden?
0: I uh, grew up in Nafia, just down the road from here, and um, yeah, learnt on a little turf there.
1: Yeah, well done. Yeah. Everyone, I think everybody's driven through Nartia. I'm I'm not sure that you associate it necessarily with hockey, mind you, I probably don't think you associate it with sports. So well, with many kids playing hockey in Nartia?
0: Yeah, yeah. There's um from all the Thames Valley, um they sort of congregate there. We've had some guys um come through and pave the way, Lloyd Stevenson, Ricky Clark, some local heroes that I definitely look up to when I was growing up that um went on Lloyd went on to play um over hundred games, so yeah. Some guys coming out of there.
1: So, at a regional hockey level in the country, that comes under Midlands, does it? Yeah, yeah, it does. And yeah. so, 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 just what? Yeah, again, you. I think you've emphasised Thames Valley there. Does it go beyond Thames Valley? What, what, what region makes up Midlands? Uh, it
0: goes as north as Counties and then as south as the as Talpa. So, um, makes up. Uh, Tauranga, Waikato, Tins Valley, Bay of Plenty, and um, counties as well.
1: Mm. Were you from a young age always destined to be a, a national New Zealand hockey rep? Were you did, were you a, a kid with X Factor from a young age?
0: Uh, it's hard to tell. <laughs> Coming from a smaller place, yeah, yeah, with with not as many kids playing, maybe uh, I learned a few different skills, and I was lucky to have some pretty good coaches that set me on the right track, and ended up over at Hamilton Boys. Um With some more good coaching and stuff, and a couple of the players through there to look up to as well, so i don 't want to say lucky, but I definitely had people around me to help me out
1: yeah, so moving and playing at Hamilton Boys high School was that a defining moment was that that was that that um what's the word was that that level and tier of hockey that you needed to take that next step?
0: Yeah, I think so, um with Lloyd actually coaching us here as well, and then we had five or six guys um came through school and ended up playing for New Zealand so a good group of us that all trained pretty hard and we were lucky um, the, ex- the captain now of the the Black Six Nick Woods is there and he, he pulled us all through and yeah, learned a lot, of- a lot of him and a lot of the coaches as well mm.
1: And what was the first national team you made?
0: Uh, I made a New Zealand under 18 team that travelled to Aussie in 2014 or 2015 maybe So, I was the first taste of it playing against an Aussie under 18 team and then the um Queensland Under-21s as
1: well. And and was that a pretty special moment for you?
0: Yeah, yeah, that was cool. It was the first chance to represent the country and um, it it definitely ignited again the the passion and wanted to keep carrying on and um, yeah, make the national team.
1: Yeah, and and then you made the New Zealand Under-21 team back in 2016 so that natural progression?
0: Yeah, yeah. That was sort of the pathway then was um, I'd just a little bit too young for the New Zealand under-16 program, but my pathway was the under-18s and then under-21s and then on to the national team. Mm-hmm.
1: OK, tell us about the day you got the call-up for the New Zealand team. Where were you? How did you find out?
0: Uh, I, was, I was in Hamilton. Um, I remember it's something I've been working towards for a while and it's yeah, pretty surreal to, to get the call. And I remember calling mum straight away. So that was a pretty proud moment for me. Pretty proud moment for, for her as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Your yeah, mum a big 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 supporter.
0: Yeah, number one supporter. Yeah, yeah she's um yeah helped me along the whole way, and um, wouldn't have been able to do it without her as well. So mm. big props to her.
1: And in regards to your first senior national team, uh, you made your debut. It was the International Festival of Hockey in Victoria, Australia. Tell us a little bit about that tournament.
0: Uh, we played a two-game series against Aussie in and, and Bendigo just before that, uh, 28th of November in 2017. Unfortunately, mum couldn't come over for that, but it was, uh, yeah. as a young player playing for the national team for the first time, it was just such a cool experience. and I, I can't remember if I shed a tear during the anthem, but I, was, I know it was pretty emotional and just all the hard work had come to a point and I was, yeah,
1: just so happy. You keep your shirt, you got it framed?
0: I do, actually, yeah. Good on you. No, good Christmas on you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I genuinely <laughs> mean
1: that. I mean, you do work hard for it. It's like a university degree, isn't it? Sometimes you've just got to remind yourself yeah. of all the sacrifice, particularly on those bad days. Have a look at it and go, actually, I'm not too bad.
0: Yeah, <laughs> all the training days are worth it in the end.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then in 2018, yeah. you, you got to the Commonwealth Games. I mean, imagine that's another level. And men's team ended up winning a silver medal. What was the Commonwealth Games experience like?
0: Uh, I'd, I'd only played um, ten games leading up to it, so I was still pretty fresh and um, maybe a little bit naive um, going into a major tournament that quick. But I, yeah, just took the opportunity, and um, it was just cool being around the village and seeing other athletes have just of such a high calibre, was just a great learning experience. And then to come out with silver as well was pretty surreal. Mm.
1: Where, where so, is um, that? Where Bobby, is...
0: Want... Sorry. I've got it here with me in Fong Matar. It lives at home. Oh, the, the, so, sil-
1: yeah. the, the silver medal? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: You got that you got that yeah. framed up on a wall, or is that just in a safe somewhere?
0: Uh, we've got a cool little box um, that we've got given, and a little koala as well that came with it, so that's all stored away for a rainy day.
1: And, you, you, you know, you've gone on, and I think you may have played 45, 46 appearances now for the Black Sticks. Are you still excited every time you put that shirt on?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: We're um, a pretty
0: isolated part of the world down here, and recently we've had the chance with Pro League for the top European nations to come out and play, and play in front of the home crowd's awesome. Um, with the World Cup coming up, playing in front of the Indian crowds, cool as well. So, um, yeah, every every time we play a special and we get reminded of that by mm-hmm. guys in the team and guys that have come before us as well. So it's just such an awesome opportunity and I still love it.
1: It's interesting because you think about hockey, you think about it being sweltering, but what, you're heading up there for an Indian winter and it can actually be quite cool in India this time of year.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. We've been... Um, rostered on for middle of the day games so 1pm over there, hopefully it's not too hot we were there in in October for Pro League and uh, we played 7 o'clock at night and it was cool then so hopefully it's still like that during the middle of the day.
1: Mm, Okay and and do we know what teams New Zealand will be playing? Yeah we play Chile
0: um, Holland and Malaysia in pool play and three of those four teams go through so We'll be looking to, looking to win the pool and head through to a quarterfinal.
1: Yeah, Netherlands won't be easy, but I'd expect that you'd expect to beat Chile. And whereabouts is Malaysian hockey at the moment?
0: Uh, Malaysia around us, nine or ten. Um, we haven't seen uh, too much of them lately, but they're always a really skillful and fast side. And mm. they've got some of their older players who come back and they'll, they'll be challenging, but I think. We've got some good things brewing and we're definitely up for
1: it. In rugby, they often talk about the Northern Hemisphere style and the Southern Hemisphere style. How many different styles of hockey are there at an international level? Um, And what sort of style do we play, say, versus, say, perhaps what the Dutch do?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I think every every country plays uh, a different way. And at the moment, um, there's a lot of teams innovating and trying new things. And the European teams are... Even a lot different, so the Dutch play quite quick, um, give and go hockey, and they've got fast, aggressive um, counter-attack. And um, we've got a mixture of that and then a mixture of, um, we've got some talented guys, some quick guys, but also mm-hmm. some experienced and guys that know how to slow the game down a little bit and a bit more calculated. So we're a good mix of that and then our own brand mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, and I that... think going into the, sorry. No, sorry, go on. I think we've got quite a good underdog mentality going into this tournament. And, um, yeah, we're um, feeling pretty good for it.
1: Where's India's hockey at? I mean, they were once one of the great traditional powerhouses, but it tends to be a sport dominated a little bit more by the Europeans and the Australians. Uh, Indian hockey, what are their expectations as the host nation?
0: I think they'll they'll be liking their odds um always a a home tournament for them as awesome the crowd gets behind them and it it can turn a bit wavy and they've got some fast and skillful guys Mm -hmm. so i think they'll be they'll be yeah liking their odds
1: Mm. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I long, long time ago at Manawatū Grammar School played a little bit of first eleven hockey, but it was, it was before the four 15 minute quarters that they now have. Did you sort of play yeah. under the old format, and how, and if you did, how much of a change was it going to the four by fifteen minute periods?
0: Yeah, I played a little bit of um, club hockey with a thirty minute half, thirty five minute halves. And it's kind of like the difference between one-day cricket and T20. It's um, the fifteen minutes are a little bit more fast-paced, and you get that two-minute rest at the quarter time. So it's a lot more explosive. I think it'd be a lot better to watch um, than the the old half of hockey.
1: Yeah, you got to do it. You guys have got to be incredibly fit, man. It is a tough, tough sport, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. We do quite a bit of conditioning, and I think the the heat. It, is a massive factor as well. The guys that went to Tokyo um, found that out. The, um, like Playing in heat just makes it so much harder. So there are conditioning stuff we do to sort of counter that. But like you said, hopefully it's a bit cooler in India mm. and that doesn't come into it.
1: Mm. And you'll say play professionally in Belgium. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the professional hockey circuit in, the, in Europe.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm playing in Germany. Oh, Germany um, now. My apologies.
1: 2019.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we've got four guys, oh, five guys at the same club. In Hamburg, and then there's um, I think there's maybe 12 or 13 players out of the squad that are in, in clubs in Europe, and it's uh, such it's just such a good uh, supplement for our national program as well. Having guys playing in the best leagues in the world and coming up against the best players in the world week in week out, and it it just brings a bit more um, pressure onto your training environment and having to play well on Sundays. And I think it's maybe something we don't get enough of down here the the week in week out. Um, pressure of a club competition and so it's, it's invaluable for guys being over there I think and yeah, being able to play with that pressure and then save
1: And all of those games over there are they televised? Has is it, is it, is it, is it got a good following?
0: Yeah they get, they get good numbers down to the games and um, I know in Germany they've got uh, it might be through YouTube but there are streaming services as well that they have to be able to watch
1: yeah, and can you make a living out of it, or is it just more about experience and not actually ultimately costing you anything?
0: Uh, depends where you go, but it's not—it's not like a rugby contract or a football contract. Um,
1: we're still studying
0: or working part time, um, but it's enough to get by over there, and it's—it's it's a lot about the experience.
1: How does your mum cope without you?
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, she misses me. I actually got homesick for the first time. Been over there um, for this half of the season, so it's good to be back now. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and you're yeah. based and, and you're based in Whangamata permanently, are you?
0: Between between Auckland and here, the um, national program's just gone regional, and so it gives guys the opportunity to be in Auckland if they want to, but also is bolstering the the growth of hockey outside of Auckland. So yeah. um, I'll be I'll be based between Auckland and Whangamata yeah. when I'm back. Hopefully a little bit more over here when the
1: sun's out. And how many caps have you played for New Zealand? Uh,
0: Around 60.
1: So you're you're up to 60? I I mean it's unbelievable how many test caps hockey players play in comparison to say rugby and football. Are you considered a senior member of the team when you've played 60 or have you got to play like 150 to sort of get that recognition?
0: We had a a few guys um, stop after Tokyo so I think the highest-capped player now is Simon Child's Come back, and he's, he's over 200. My wow. parents over 200 games. Um, we've got guys in the 150s and closing in on 200 as well. So there's a, We've also got um, Charlie Morrison, who's going to debut over at the World Cup. So we've got a good mixture of experience and um, young talent coming through.
1: Now, are you predominantly a defender or a midfielder? Uh, midfielder. And so you play left side, right side, middle of the park?
0: Uh, middle of the park, try to hold it down. So, yeah.
1: so you pretty much control things. You're the pivot. You're the man they go through, Aiden. Uh, yep,
0: yeah, yep. Yeah. Between, um, yeah, through the through the middle of the field, we've got um some guys that are pretty crafty. So, yeah, <laughs> we've also got guys on the outside that are good as well. So a team that can go anywhere I think
1: So you, playing as a sort of central midfielder, are you expected to be a very good little dribbler? Are you expected to be very good with ball at stick or is it more about just distribution and passing?
0: I think for me I haven't got the speed on me, haven't got the wheels so uh, my game is more about trap and pass and try to get the guys around me going that uh, have got the flair and the speed Sean Finlay Hayden Hayden Phillips in front of me have got the wheels and the yeah, get those guys going.
1: And, and, and you're comfortable with the combinations? You feel confident with this New Zealand team heading to these world champs?
0: Yeah, well, I think we've got such a good mixture of young guys that are just raw and have got such good talent and then experience that it's a really good mix and I'm I'm really hopeful for this major.
1: Now, you've clearly come on here and you've acknowledged your mother, which is great. Anybody else you'd like to thank? Any sponsors? Here's your opportunity, big guy.
0: yeah. <laughs> Thanks to um, Vantage Windows and Doors, seriously. Yeah, our major sponsor. And then um, Greatest Hockey, my personal sponsor as well. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of others that I'm missing. But, yeah, there, it takes a it takes a village to get all of us going. So all the guys I know are really grateful for their personal sponsors hmm. and I'm grateful for mine as well.
1: And when, when does the team leave New Zealand?
0: Uh, we fly on the morning of the 5th, so...
1: So, so you've, yeah, got about, go. you've got about six or seven days to climatise and get used to things and get yourself settled in?
0: Yeah, yeah. We, um, we're moving between two cities. The tournament's played between Roy Keller and Bubaneshwa, so um, a little bit of travel, but that's all right.
1: Well, Aidan Sarakea, lovely to have you on the programme. Um, wonderful insight. Congratulations on your career to this point and all the very best with the upcoming World Championships.
0: Thanks, mate. Thanks a lot. Cheers for having me on.
1: No, you're welcome. Hockey brought to you by Vantage Windows and Doors, right behind the Vantage Black Six. Black Sticks on their journey to the FIH Hockey Men's World Cup, again, courtesy of Vantage Windows and Doors.